So in this video, I want to talk a little bit about stress and overwhelm and how that relates to your gut health and your ability to take control of your food sensitivities and symptoms. Um, so stress is one of the biggest things up right up there with food as far as how it impacts the gut, the effect it has on the gut bacteria, your gut lining, which impacts what gets into your bloodstream and what doesn't. It's a protective barrier. Um, the gut bacteria does so many things for us as far as helping us digest our food. Uh, it provides nutrients. There's so many things that happen with the gut bacteria that are super important for digesting your food well. So if you're having symptoms and you're having sensitivities, your gut bacteria is likely impacted, almost positively impacted. Your gut lining very potentially may be damaged where things are leaking into the bloodstream um, that you don't want to be in your bloodstream. So that, that barrier is supposed to allow the, the nutrients and the things in that we want in there, but keep all the things that we don't want in there out, including larger particles of food. So one of the things that happens with food sensitivities is that these large particles of foods get into your bloodstream and your body re reacts to them and responds to them and has a immune reaction to those food particles. And that is one of the mechanisms by which we can end up becoming sensitive or intolerant to foods. So it's really important to get your stress under control at least to an extent where um, where it's not ruling your life but really focusing on this as much as possible and like I said it's just as important as getting your figuring out your foods and what foods are causing symptoms and what foods are serving you well um, as long as you're having stress there's a constant um, well a constant as long as you're experiencing stress there is a constant stress on your gut and on all these mechanisms in the gut. Um, so one other thing I want to mention is that it also impacts the connection between the gut and the brain. And so there's a, there's a nerve, the vagus nerve, which runs between your brain and your gut and vice versa. It's like a major highway between their communication highway. And when you're stressed all the time, you're in a state of fight or flight, which is always heightened, always aroused, never coming down into that, into a calm, relaxed state. So what we want to do is, is um, stimulate that nerve, that major highway between the gut and the brain and allow you to get into a state of rest and digest. So this brings your stress level down, helps immensely with, you know, all the anxiety, overwhelm and stress in itself. Um, but it also allows you to digest your food. You literally cannot digest your food when you're in that aroused state because your body wants to divert all of its energy, all of its attention to whatever it is that's causing that, that feels like it's a threat. So, um, you know, think about it as a tiger is chasing a gazelle. That gazelle is going to be in a heightened state, but when it's done, it comes down. When, when the, the chase is over, he survived, he got away, um, he comes down and he is able to shake it off and go back into a state of rest. As humans, we 
for some reason can't do that same thing. So we have to work really hard to put these stress management and stress minimization practices in our daily life so that we can make sure that we aren't staying in that heightened state all the time. So that's kind of the gist of why we need to, and there's so much more to it than that. Obviously, I could talk for hours about this, um, but just in a nutshell. Um, oh, and one other thing is that it also greatly impacts your blood sugar. So that's another piece, and then you know you end up having highs and lows instead of a real instead of a balanced blood sugar when your stress is really high all the time because it works in a system in your hormone system and impacts all the hormones that are related to that stress hormone cortisol. So when you're when you're um, feeling chronic stress, feeling overwhelmed, anxiety, and really living in that space of being in a heightened in a heightened state um, your stress hormone will be up and then it throws off your insulin your blood sugar hormones and can throw off other hormones as well so there's so many reasons why it's important to get your stress under control and really include daily practices to minimize and manage your stress. And so I do this work a lot with my clients. Um, it's like I said, it's one of the most important things. So we address it with everybody because all of us have stress. All of us need more stress management tools, more stress, you know, minimizing stress tools. Um, and just to learn to include those in your practice can be, or in your day, practice them every day, <laughs> um, can be super, super powerful for healing and taking control of your, your sensitivities and your symptoms. Um, so let's see, let's talk a little bit about how to get your stress, like what you can do to really start bringing your stress down. Um, so there's tons of practices and some of them are things that maybe you're doing anyway, but with more intention and clarity, they can become more of a, of a routine thing. So, I mean, movement is huge, just getting out and, or even inside moving your body. There are so many benefits to movement and exercise, whether it be, you know, yoga and you incorporate deep breathing practices into that or just doing a little bit of stretching here and there, getting out for a walk, um, any way you can move your body that is massively helpful for bringing stress down and incorporating that and building in a practice, you know, multiple times a week to be doing that and every day if you can really. Um, getting out in nature is incredible for bringing down stress. It reconnects us to our bodies, reconnects us to the world around us, and really can help to put things in perspective as well. So one other piece that I want to talk about um, while I'm talking about um, that reconnection to our bodies is how valuable it is it is as you bring your stress down, you will start to get clear, clear on what you need to do moving forward and um, clear on what's important for you and for your healing and what steps you need to take to really take control of these sensitivities and symptoms. So um, 
that clarity is just so key. And, and as long as you're in a overwhelmed, anxious, stressful state, it's really hard to feel, to feel clear. And I totally get this. I mean, I am a doer. I like to get things done. I, um, yeah, have had a lot of issues with kind of bringing myself into my body and allowing myself to be clear. So I totally get it. If that's where you're at, it is, a, it can be a challenging thing to do. And as you start to do these, make these little shifts and do these little changes, um, you'll start to feel it happening more regularly. And I can testify to that personally and also with my clients, but, um, it's so powerful, you know, just starting to practice deep breathing and stopping for a moment and allowing yourself to take three deep breaths like that can be super, super powerful or doing some differing. There's all kinds of different breathing techniques that you can do. And breathing is really important. And also, I think, you know, for me, I definitely um, really used to struggle with perfectionistic tendencies and um, people pleasing and those kind of things. So like really allowing yourself to check in and see what's authentic for you and what's in alignment for you can bring a lot of clarity, which will drastically reduce your stress. And you'll be living more in your truth instead of living for other people. Um, you know, clear boundaries, establishing clear boundaries can be really helpful as well. And obviously each of these things is a process. It doesn't happen overnight. So, you know, just acknowledging that as well, that, um, yeah, just that it's not going to just happen like that. But like I said, it's a practice and you just start to take little steps. And as you do that, you're going to start to feel a little bit different and a little bit different and the more consistent you are with it and the more things you do to allow yourself to be and to acknowledge that just being and being still is just as productive maybe even more so than getting all these things done so for me i used to carry a to-do list and i would just try to get through my to-do list every single day you know check off this check off this check off this and that was my goal and you know, I just realized that when I, I didn't have my self-care time scheduled in and because it wasn't a priority and I didn't find that it was, or I didn't believe, it's not that I didn't find, it's that I didn't believe that it was a valuable part of, um, a valuable use of my time. That's what it was. It wasn't, I didn't feel like it was a valuable use of my time. I needed to be doing things and getting things done. And so when I allowed myself to shift my mindset and really just focus on being still and coming back to checking in with my body and practicing, you know, the breathing, the movement, getting out in nature. I started doing a little bit of meditation here and there, which can be challenging for some people. And if that is challenging for you, it's probably not the stress management tool for you right now, but it is also a practice. So, you know, you could start with a minute or two of just stopping, noticing your breath and going from there. And it doesn't have to be any amount of time if that's something that you're choosing to do. Um, so other things are laughter, like just getting together with a friend, social stuff, which is so hard right now, but social interaction and connection is super valuable. Um, 
journaling and scheduling in alone time. Oh my goodness, that has been amazing for me as far as gaining clarity on what to do moving forward. So I mean, I'm just kind of listing out some things and I want to challenge you to choose something and start practicing it. It doesn't matter what it is. Pick one thing. I don't want to give you a bunch of actions. I don't want it to be overwhelming. You don't need to do all these things at once. But like if you watch this today and you step outside for one minute and take three breaths and then come back in and continue what you're doing, that's a start. And it's a really good thing to incorporate on those busy days. And, you know, if you can do that, start doing that every day, even one time, three times, whatever it is you can do, you're going to notice amazing changes. You're going to feel your head start to calm at least a little bit, get a little bit more clear. And the more you do it, like I said, the more you're going to feel better. Um, another thing is prioritizing sleep. I really want to say prioritizing sleep and then thinking about what you put in your body. Um, you know, what foods you're eating, how hydrated you are, that kind of thing. Eating whole foods, eating foods that you know, whatever the foods are that you know make you feel good. And if you're unsure about that, I know that can be challenging. Um, getting good sleep, like I said. Um, let's see, what else? Oh, one other thing I want to mention is mindful eating. So just really when you're eating, trying to focus on your food and think about where it came from maybe or um, acknowledge, you know, gratitude for your food and just really being trying to be present during that time because as you're eating, if you're in a stressed state, again, you can't digest your food. So it contributes in so many ways to... Um, so many ways to food sensitivities and these symptoms that you're struggling with. So um, yeah, I think I'll wrap up there. It gives you kind of a nice little list of things to choose from. And again, I just wanna challenge you to choose one thing and see if you can incorporate it in your day today and through the week. And just notice, notice if it makes you feel a little bit better. And if you feel a little bit clearer, you know, if you're able to, to come into your body just a, even a tiny bit more, that's a start and you're moving in the right direction. And if you choose something and it doesn't work for you, pick something else and try that. Um, the goal is just to find things that work for you and that will work in your life. So um, yeah, and if you need help diving deeper into this, I offer a free coaching session and I would love to take time to hear your story and help you come up with a plan um, around food, around stress. These are all things that we, that, that are incorporated when you're trying to take control of your food sensitivities. And I work with my clients on these things all the time. And, um, it's super beneficial to just kind of take that time to get together and come up with a, a layout of the things that will be helpful for you. And that's what we do in that session. So if you're interested in that, just write yes in the comments below and I will send you a message and um, we'll set up a time. That would be awesome. Um, and for now, just have a great day and hope you enjoy wherever you are.